The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday is Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Tuesday, February 22, 2022. Tuesday of the seventh week in Ordinary Time in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter. No, we're not celebrating a piece of furniture. We commemorate Christ choosing Peter to sit in his place as the servant authority of the whole church. At the end of John's Gospel, Jesus said to Peter, Amen, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to dress yourself and go where you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. On Vatican Hill in Rome during the reign of Nero, Peter glorified his Lord with a martyr's death, probably in the company of many Christians. Second century Christians built a small memorial over his burial spot, In the 4th century, the Emperor Constantine built a basilica, which was replaced in the 16th century. St. Peter, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for religious sisters and consecrated women, thanking them for their mission and their courage. May they continue to find new responses to the challenges of our times. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, and that you see me, that you hear me. I adore your profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. I do wonder, Jesus, what your relationship with Simon Peter was like. I mean, there are so many occasions in the Gospels where the two of you seem to be the centerpiece of something quite dynamic. Or maybe it might be more true to say that every time St. Peter enters the scene, there's something intense that's about to happen. I imagine that listening to his memories of you must have been crazy good for the people who are lucky enough to hear them. Don't get me wrong, it's not like I've done an exhaustive analysis of everywhere that Peter comes up in the Gospels. It's just the impression I get. Like today's gospel passage, for example. It all seems to start simple enough, and then it goes full on out of nowhere. In fact, it just starts with a question. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? Fair enough. What's the talk, you ask them, Lord? It's not quite clear yet why you want to hear their answers, but... I'm sure the disciples were accustomed to you doing things that they didn't fully understand. And they said, Some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. 
all good. They're just statements of fact, really. But then the real question comes along, and with it, the real answer. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the son of the living God. Typical Peter being typically impetuous. Sometimes his impetuosity seems to land him where he doesn't want to be, but not this time. He just leaps out with what he knows, simple as that, no holding back. For him, it's just a statement of fact, just like the previous answers to the previous question. And being Peter, he is not about to wait around and deliberate over something that's just so obvious. At least, it's so obvious to him, but not to everyone. And that's where your response, Lord, seems a tad bit interesting. Simon, son of Jonah, you are a blessed man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So now I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. Well, I'm a bit blown away by the magnitude of the response, and I can't help but think that Peter would have been too. There he is, and you've got the question, and he's like instantaneously, oh, I know, and he just blurts out with all simplicity, you're the Christ. Like, that was completely logical, right? As far as Peter sees it, a no-brainer. You're the Christ. We knew that already, he thinks. It was obvious. But then you come back to him with the most hectic prophecy of glory that's like blow your socks off your whole life is going to change and not even Satan and all his demons are going to stand up against the power that I'm going to give you and you're going to have the keys to the kingdom of heaven and I mean that's a bit full on you got to admit the keys to the kingdom of heaven just think about that one it's too much we know the phrase well but Peter just heard it then and there and he heard it in all its raw and ready truth. I will give to you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Like, seriously, what did Peter think when he heard all that? Not just the part about the keys, but everything. The underworld can't defeat it. You're the rock of my church. Your rule on earth is rule in heaven. All of it. Peter just blurts out the answer, what he thinks is the obvious one, and you come back with all of that, and he's like, all I did was give the answer to the question. Just gave the obvious answer. Where did a response like that come from? Thing is, I doubt that he realized at the time that he knew you were the Christ by divine gift, and not by his own logic. That's the marvel of it all. And that's why we see the incredible prophecy of everything that comes through it. Simon, son of Jonah, you are a blessed man because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. Crazy to think that it seemed like simple, logical knowledge to Peter, and yet it was the power of God at work in him. That's what we call faith, and that same faith is at work in all of us, with that same power of God at work in us too. If not, we couldn't say that Jesus is the Christ. So, Lord, everything that you told Peter about what was going to happen spoke of an unassailable future, a stability so strong and so secure that nothing could ever shake it. 
It's interesting that that's exactly what a lot of people long for these days. And it's equally amazing that very, very few people realize that stability, that strength, that confidence comes through faith. Oftentimes people in fact think their faith is the opposite. Many, many times when I talk with people, I find that they have a yearning for qualities like confidence, to be strong, strong within oneself, independent and secure, to be sure of oneself, to have that unshakable stability. There's a great need in people's hearts for that rock, that stability that you talk about, Lord, in what you say to Peter. And yet, no one seems to know where to find it. Now, some time ago, I read an article in the Huffington Post entitled, Behold the Millennial Nuns. Now, the Huffington Post isn't really known for having articles that are much in favor of Catholicism, or Christianity in general, or a great many things, to be honest. And the article in question is certainly not advertising the Catholic Church, but it's interesting. It's basically a young woman grappling with the seemingly unanswerable question as to why so many of her friends were becoming Catholic and becoming nuns. That's the kind of phenomenon that you and I would be happy to hear about, of course. But what I really found interesting was her reasoning. She looks at it from a completely secular point of view and tries to figure it out. The first thing we've got to say is that if she's looking at it from a secular point of view, she's looking at it without the faith of Peter, which is so intrinsic to understanding anything about God, and which happens to be the topic of our prayer today. So, as you can imagine, I don't agree with all of her assertions. But one fundamental reality that she lands upon in the lives of all these people is certainty. The absolutely irrevocable confidence and solidity that God gives to a person's life. All the fickleness and changeability of this world is stripped away, and a person is left with the absolute conviction of God, or perhaps to put it this way, of who I am, of who I am to God and who he is to me. And at the foundation of that relationship, everything changes because everything finds rock solid stability. But for you and me, faith doesn't always feel that certain. And that's where we need to learn how to use it. People often come to talk to me and tell me, Father, I don't know, in my prayer, I feel like I'm talking to thin air. I feel like God isn't there anymore. Or they'll say, I don't even know if God exists nowadays. Well, first thing I can tell people is that it generally helps to know that that experience happens to pretty much everyone, at least everyone who prays, and that includes you and me. And it feels like a problem of faith, but it's not. Because faith is not about the feelings, but about what we know. So this, in fact, is a really common circumstance where we learn to use our faith more conscientiously, more deliberately. And in fact, we grow our faith and it becomes stronger so that our life has that same stability and strength that St. Peter received. The point is that belief in God is not about our feelings, but about what we know. And before that conundrum, when a person sits down to pray and just feels like God isn't there, feels like everything has disappeared, feels like everything's empty, it's the perfect time to rely on the absolute rock-solid clarity of faith.
where feelings don't enter, and it's simply about the fact that I know. I always tell people in that circumstance, you do just one thing, and it's really simple. You sit down and tell God, Lord, right now, I feel like you don't even exist. But I know you're here, and that's enough for me. With that, we begin to acquire the stability and strength of faith, and the peace that goes with it. Lord, help us to rest on the rock-solid stability of faith. The same faith that made Peter so strong, and that brought you to build your church on him. Let's turn our hearts and our words to the Virgin Mary as we finish our prayer. Our Mother Mary, we ask your help to let faith become so deeply founded in us, built upon what we know, that it will give us the strength, stability and confidence that we long for as we go through this life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guide and angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church now in prayer as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of Apostles. Alleluia. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning. beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King of 
apostles. Alleluia. Peter said, God has raised up and glorified this Jesus, whom you put to death. Peter said, God has raised up and glorified this Jesus, whom you put to death. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Peter Peter said, said, God has raised up and glorified this Jesus, whom you put to death. The Lord has sent his angel to free me from Herod's power. The Lord Lord has sent his angel to free me from Herod's power. Hear my voice, O God, as I complain. Guard my life from the dread of the foe. Hide me from the band of the wicked, from the throng of those who do evil. They sharpen their tongues like swords. They aim bitter words like arrows to shoot at the innocent from ambush, shooting suddenly and recklessly. They scheme their evil course. They conspire to lay secret snares. They say, who will see us? Who can search out our crimes? He will search who searches the mind and knows the depths of the heart. God has shot them with his arrow and dealt them sudden wounds. Their own tongue has brought them to ruin, and all who see them mock. Then will all men fear. They will tell what God has done. They will understand God's deeds. The just will rejoice in the Lord and fly to him for refuge. All the upright hearts will glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and 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 will will be forever. Amen. The Lord has sent his angel to free me from Herod's power. Suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and the Father's voice was heard, This is my beloved Son. Suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and the Father's voice was heard, This is my beloved Son. The Lord is King. Let earth rejoice. The many coastlands be glad. Cloud and darkness are his raiment, his throne, justice, and right. A fire prepares his path. It burns up his foes on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth trembles at the sight. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord of all the earth. The skies proclaim his justice, 
all peoples see his glory. Let those who serve idols be ashamed, those who boast of their worthless gods. All you spirits worship him. Zion hears and is glad. The people of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O Lord. For you indeed are the Lord, most high above all the earth, exalted far above all spirits. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the souls of his saints. He sets them free from the wicked. Light shines forth for the just and joy for the upright of heart. Rejoice, you just, in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Suddenly a bright, a bright cloud overshadowed them, them and, and the Father's voice was heard, This is my beloved Son. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. All through Judea, the apostles and the brothers heard the Gentiles, too, had accepted the word of God. As a result, when Peter went up to Jerusalem, some of the circumcised took issue with him, saying, You entered the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them. Peter then explained the whole affair to them step by step from the beginning. I was at prayer in the city of Joppa when, in a trance, I saw a vision. An object like a big canvas came down. It was lowered down to me from the sky by its four corners. As I stared at it, I could make out four-legged creatures of the earth, wild beasts and reptiles and birds of the sky. I listened as a voice said to me, Get up, Peter. Slaughter, then eat. I replied, Not for a moment, sir. Nothing unclean or impure has ever entered my mouth. A second time, the voice from the heavens spoke out, What God has purified, you are not to call unclean. This happened three times. Then the canvas with everything in it was drawn up again into the sky. Immediately after that, the three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea came to the house where we were staying. The Spirit instructed me to accompany them without hesitation. These six brothers came along with me, and we entered the man's house. He informed me that he had seen an angel standing in his house, and that the angel had said, Send someone to Joppa, and fetch Simon, known also as Peter. In the light of what he will tell you, you shall be saved, and all your household. As I began to address them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, just as it had upon us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If God was giving them the same gift he gave us when we first believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to interfere with him? When they heard this, they stopped objecting and instead began to glorify God in these words. If this be so, then God has granted life-giving repentance even 
to the Gentiles. The word of the Lord. I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith may not fail. And And when when you have turned to me, you must strengthen the faith of your brothers. Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And when you have turned to me, you must strengthen the faith of your brothers. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great Pope. Out of the whole world, one man, Peter, is chosen to preside at the calling of all nations and to present over all of the apostles and all the fathers of the church. Though there are in God's people many bishops and many shepherds, Peter is thus appointed to rule in his own person those whom Christ also rules as the original ruler. Beloved, how great and wonderful is this sharing in his power that God in his goodness has given this to man. Whatever Christ has willed to be shared in common by Peter and the other leaders of the church, it is only through Peter that he has given to others what he has not refused to bestow on them. The Lord now asks the apostles as a whole what men think of him. As long as they are recounting the uncertainty born of human ignorance, their reply is always the same. But when he presses the disciples to say what they think themselves, the first to confess his faith in the Lord is the one who is first in rank among the apostles. Peter says, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus replies, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for from flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my Father who is in heaven. You were blessing means because my Father has taught you. You have not been deceived by earthly opinion. You have been enlightened by inspiration from heaven. It was not flesh and blood that pointed me out to you, but the one whose only begotten Son I am. He continues, And I say to you, In other words, as my Father has revealed to you my Godhead, so I in my turn make known to you your preeminence. You are Peter. Though I am the unviable rock, the cornerstone that makes both one, the foundation apart from which no one can lay any other, yet you also are a rock, for you are given solidity by my strength, so that which is my very own because of my power is common between us through your participation. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. On this strong foundation, he says, I will build an everlasting temple. The great height of my church, which is to penetrate the heavens, shall rise on the firm foundation of this faith. The gates of hell shall not silence this confession of faith. The chains of death shall not bind it. Its words are the words of life. As they lift up to heaven those who profess them, so they send down to hell those who contradict them. Blessed Peter is therefore told, To you I will give the keys of the kingdom of heaven, 
Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound also in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed also in heaven. The authority vested in this power passed also to the other apostles, and the institution established by this decree has been continued in all the leaders of the church. But it is not without good reason that what is bestowed on all is entrusted to one. For Peter received it separately in trust because he is the prototype set before all the rulers of the church. Before I called you from the boat, I knew you, Simon Peter, and I have appointed you leader of my people. I have entrusted to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be held bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I have have entrusted to you the the keys keys of the the kingdom kingdom of of heaven. heaven. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. All-powerful Father, You have built your church on the rock of St. Peter's Confession of Faith. 
May nothing divide or weaken our unity in faith and love. Grant this through our Lord, Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On the Feast of the Chair of St. Peter, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord confirms what Peter's specific mission is to be. It's from the 16th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do men say that the Son of Man is? Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the powers of death shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Rome was the capital of the known world. So it only made sense for Peter to go there and to place the church's headquarters there. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. We know from the tradition of the church that St. Peter lived for a period of time in the city of Antioch, where the disciples were first called Christians. There he preached the good news and then returned to Jerusalem, where a bloody persecution had broken out. Now at this time, Herod the king set hands on certain members of the church to persecute them. He killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. And seeing that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also during the days of the unleavened bread. Freed from prison by the intercession of an angel, Peter left Palestine and went to another place. The Acts of the Apostles does not state where St. Peter went, but tradition tells us that he began to make his way to the Eternal City. St. Jerome claims that Peter arrived in Rome during the second year of the reign of Claudius, about 43 AD, and remained there for 25 years until his death. Other authors believe that Peter made two trips to Rome, one immediately following his captivity in Jerusalem, and having gone to Palestine on the occasion of the Council of Jerusalem in 49 AD, he returned to Rome. Later, he carried out other missionary journeys. 
St. Peter arrived at this, the capital of the world, to better spread the light of the truth from the head to the rest of the body, reasoned St. Leo the Great. What race was not represented in this city? What peoples would ignore what Rome said? This was the proper place to refute false philosophies, to challenge the foolishness of purely human reasoning, to destroy the empty sacrifices of the cults. For it was in Rome that all the different errors had come together, as it were. This fisherman from Galilee became the rock and foundation of the church. He chose to establish this foundation in the Eternal City. Here he preached the good news as he had done in Judea, in Samaria, in Galilee, and in Antioch. From his chair in Rome, Peter governed the whole church. It was there in Rome that Peter gave up his own life for the faith in imitation of the Master. The tomb of the Prince of the Apostles lies directly beneath the main altar of St. Peter's Basilica. This has been the constant tradition, and it has recently been confirmed by archaeological investigation. The tomb serves as an enduring symbol that Simon Peter is by divine election the church's firm foundation. The voice of our Savior can be heard down through the centuries in the teachings of the Roman Pontiffs. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, we pray with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The Lord said to Simon, There is no need to be afraid. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. The Lord Lord said to Simon, There is no need to be afraid. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. O God, you are my God, for you... I long, for you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord said to Simon, There is no need to be afraid. From now on, you will be a fisher of men. 
You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. How blessed are you, Simon Peter, for that witness. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. How blessed are you, Simon Peter, for that witness. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, Bless the Lord, holy men of humble heart. Bless the Lord, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael. Bless the Lord, praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. You You are are the Christ, Christ, the the Son of the the living God. God. How blessed are you, Simon Peter, for for that that witness. The Lord said to Peter, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. The Lord said to Peter, I will will give give you the keys of the kingdom kingdom of heaven. Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. 
and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy, and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord said to Peter, I will will give you the keys of the kingdom kingdom of heaven. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. God selected me to be the one from whose lips the Gentiles would hear the message of the gospel and believe. God, who reads the hearts of men, showed his approval by granting the Holy Spirit to them, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between them and us, but purified their hearts by means of faith also. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. You have made them rulers over all the earth. You have made them rulers over all the earth. They will always remember your name, O Lord, over all the earth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. You have made them rulers over all the earth. The Lord said to Simon Peter, I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned to me, you must strengthen the faith of your brothers. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord said to Simon Peter, I have prayed for you, Peter, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned to me, you must strengthen the faith of your brothers. Let us pray. Beloved friends, we have inherited heaven along with the apostles. Let us give thanks to the Father for all his gifts. The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praised be to you, Lord for the banquet of Christ's body and blood given us through the apostles, which refreshes us and gives us life. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise to be to you, Lord, for the feast of your word prepared for us by the apostles, giving us light and joy. The The company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praise be to you, Lord, for your holy church, founded on the apostles. Where we are gathered together into your community, the The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Praised be to you, Lord, for the cleansing power of baptism and penance that you have entrusted to your apostles. Through which we are cleansed of our sins, the The company company of apostles praises you, O Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. All-powerful Father, you have built your church on the rock of St. Peter's Confession of Faith. May nothing divide or weaken our unity in faith and love. Grant this through our Lord, Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. There's still time to sign up for Father Rocky's new Lenten lessons on the Mass. Go to RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.